Welcome to a whole new adventure within the Milky Way galaxy and beyond. Welcome to Mass Effect Adventum. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Adventum. Season 2 in the can. Uh, what a crazy wild ride. Uh, this is our Q&A episode where we're going to go through a bunch of uh, y'all's questions and talk about some amazing stuff. But before we get there, let's do our normal housekeeping, which is uh, if you're listening to this and you have not joined the Discord, please be sure to join the Discord. There's a lot of great, awesome stuff to do in there. There's amazing people. You can have access to a bunch of cool uh, rooms where we do play-by-post uh, kind of uh, RPing as well as reactions to episodes, uh, talking with us, etc., etc. Super fun. Go check it out. Also, uh, per use, if you haven't already, go give us one of them five-star reviews on wherever you listen to the podcast. It goes a incredibly long way uh, for allowing us to find people uh, just by doing searches in those podcast search engine thingamajiggers. So, super fun, super easy. And then last but not least, uh, as this is coming out around the holidays, the perfect gift for any of your Adventum-loving friends uh, can be found on our sweet, sweet merch store. Uh, where we have cups and sweaters and shirts and things. Um, so yeah, be sure to check it out if you haven't already and pick something up. I think those are the big three, right, Naeem? Oh, Patreon. Of course, don't forget the Patreon, Bert. <laughs> I see Naeem glaring at me through the Zoom. Oh my gosh, he brought out a knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's okay. He has so a giant right pair of scissors and he keeps <laughs> clicking them. <laughs> Keep saying you're next, Naeem. <laughs> um, yes, so Patreon, be sure to go check it out. Uh, that's where you can get access to our episodes uh, early. Uh, so if you're a Patreon member, I think you're listening to this early before everyone else. Huzzah! Uh, also, we have some pretty cool Patreon goals. We're very close, which would then release uh, Patreon-exclusive episodes, as well as some other exciting content, i.e. Um, time... Uh, what, what is it? Uh, monthly... I'm just going to use my work terms because I can't remember what the official terms are. Weekly syncs with us, where you can we can talk about different things, uh, direct access... Um, so yeah, go check it out. Patreon, Discord, reviews, and store. I think those are the big four. Did I forget anything, Naeem? No. Uh, I was thinking, like, N7 Day is next month, and I'm like, wow, we're already almost over yeah. this month. But uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't have anything else. Don't forget to leave your, your fish tanks out and your space hamsters loose for Santa Shepard to come and bless the home. <laughs> well, if you don't let Santa Shepard take your hamsters, he'll take you. Oh my gosh. He'll you go renegade. <laughs> well, it seems like perfect segue to our Q&A episode, Emily. Hello, welcome, take it away. Oh, thank you, it's good to be here. Um, hello everyone, welcome to our very, very special Q&A. First of all, like we said, thank you so much for submitting all of your amazing questions. We have so many questions to get through. 
And we really, really appreciate y'all taking the time and reaching out to us and supporting the podcast. It really, really means a lot from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, I thought we'd kick this off just by like reminding everyone, just giving a quick little refresh as to what happened in season two, because Naima and I were talking about this the other night. Season two started in, uh, I think two months after the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So 20, May, 2020, I believe was our, our, our first episode with Mark. They kind of heralded April, huh? April, April yeah. my bad. April 2020 was uh, when we kind of kicked off season two, of course, with the Rubicon crew on Malaturn Station and all of what, with, oh no, Sic I got it Sicario. wrong. Sicario, yeah. Sicario, sorry, Malaturn no. City. I was kidding, I jumped ahead. Uh, Sicario Station with the wonderful Mark Mir joining us. We had some interesting times there. There was the casino hotel in the oh, in Sicario yeah. station. There was the club. We reported a burglary. It was a great time. And a bomb went off. And a bomb went off. And we ran bomb into some of Vokes' uh, former compatriots. So that was... <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It was, a, it was a bombastic start to season two. And then we, the Rubicon crew, and feel free to interrupt me like you did, Naeem and Bert and anyone else if there is information I forget. Uh, the Rubicon crew then headed to the Legionnaire to kind of do some like just pick up some extra stuff, decide where they were gonna go to next. And that was in fact Malaturn City to commence a heist. Oh boy, did did the Rubicon crew try to commence a heist? Um, after, after making themselves known, uh, the Rubicon crew kind of dashed around the city. <laughs> we're here to steal shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, kind of did some recon, uh, went back, decided this is how we'll do the heist, went back in. Uh, things did not go as planned uh, for a myriad of reasons. Also, with there being Reapers suddenly attacking uh, Malaturn City. And so, uh, thankfully, the crew made it out with uh, a good amount, I don't believe all, but a good amount of the uh, museum materials intact. And of course, we had that wonderful moment of Voke uh, using his jetpack uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> jumping and ascending. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> and then um kind of in the in the in the kind of the ashes of of that having escaped the reapers uh the rubicon crew had a missive where they could go to palavin where they could recover some janus collective operatives that had gone kind of radio silent or captured on palavin in addition to data and information and that is when they were paired up with the uh mercenary Cena. And so that was their first introduction to Cena. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. So, um that got all wacky. I mean, I believe but there was three objectives and we kind of completed, I believe, three of them in, in different ways. Um get the information, get the operative and get, or just, yeah, close off all future communications. Uh, and that, of course, is where Malovia decided, instead of instead of having Brokus or um, the other, the Janus Collective Turian agent stay as kind of the the captive of, uh, is it the OSI? The OSR, the OSR. yeah. The OSR. Um, Malovia decided to stay in their place. And so that kind of ended Malovia's run in season two yeah and then the crew went back kind of crew had to be um re-evaled by the janus collective just for uh the number of things that had happened <laughs> um our boy xylo 
stepped away. He kind of he kind of had to take a, take a break away, seeing what had just happened and just kind of all the things that they had been through. And then that's when Cleo came aboard to do an audit of the Rubicon, which then uh, she, she then accompanied them on their next mission, which took them to. I'm blanking on the Asari planet and I'm Desia? playing Mass Effect 3 right now. It's Thessia. Um, <laughs> took them to Thessia to the, to, um, oh, Jaisira's monastery. Yep. To, uh, her Justicar, she, Jaisira received a missive that from uh, the Justicars of her monastery saying that there was something, that there was an imminent, imminent attack on the monastery. So Jaisira approached the Rubicon crew and said, can we, let's, I really want to go back. I need to make sure that my family, this family is okay. So they went to Themyscira. They went to the monastery where there was a, there was a conflict with Hannibal, a confrontation. That's the C word, a confrontation with Hannibal. And, uh, and not only was Hannibal there, but a bunch of Cerberus. So after a, a very emotional, meeting with Hannibal, he disappears. Jaisira kind of resigns from the, from being a Justicar and her, her sisters. And then Cerberus decided to massively attack the monastery. But guess what? We had an Atlas and then we kind of could have control of another Atlas. And then uh, right. the Rubicon did some pew 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 shots uh, and saved the day once again. The Rubicon crew clearing their audit with Cleo with a possible meeting with Anderson Unudina on the horizon in regards to information about the Janus Collective that has been leaked and the leak being somewhere uh, amongst the Citadel Council. And then we ended with the crew returning to the Leviathan. Was that pretty good? It's pretty good. And okay. that, that was a trip down. Up, right? I'm back. I'm back. A trip down memory lane it seems like forever ago some of that stuff so much happened so just wanted to refresh her before we kick these questions off question for everyone and i think i know naeem's answer to this this is, comes from cookie if you could have substituted one bad roll for the season with a nat 20 which one would it have been well, i need to think it's been a couple <laughs> uh, yeah Oh no, there's there's one now off the top of my head. There's one in Malaturn City. Yeah, I was thinking it was the yeah. one in Malaturn City. It's, it's the one that <laughs> going to the security office and um rolling in that one, which winded up me getting held captured by the security officer. It just it just Spiral. snow piled. Yeah. <laughs> After that for me or for Nickens. Um yeah, that's the one out top of my head for me. Two. Is anyone else? This is a tough question. I'm it's trying to one, think because yeah. it's like, yeah. like I said, we've done uh, season two has been about two years old. It's been it's spanned <laughs> across two years. So trying to think of specific moments. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Also, I'm someone who likes nat ones sometimes. Me too. I like rolling badly. But also, I've only rolled like four times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Vokes had like any terrible game-changing rolls tonight, you know? 
parts like that in this, in this game. Like, I've had bad rolls, but it's nothing been like... That's I don't know. I can't remember. Bert, can you help me think of... I can't think of anything. Maybe in the beginning, remember when Voke was trying to like... Wasn't there something uh, with the bomb? Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. what, what was that? You, you couldn't detonate... No, you couldn't disarm the bomb, so it detonated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, that's the one. That led to some <laughs> shit. Yeah, I think that's that one for sure. And then I'd have a perfect career. <laughs> a perfect career. No, I, this is that one and probably the one where you failed in Malaturn City of carrying the thing. The strength the, check the strength against oh, Nickens. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. The museum. It was, it was like the statue or something, right? Yeah. And Nickens could pick it up. Oh, no. That's the one. Fucking Nickens. That's the one, dude. There's no way. There's no way Nickens is stronger. That's horse shit. Yeah, that's the one for sure. Let's go back and redo the whole season just for that roll. Oh, my fuck? gosh. What the fuck? Take that, Nickens. Yeah, that's the one for sure. I think I would have liked to have... I, I think I would have been interesting to see what would have happened if kind of during the big negotiations on Palavin, I don't think I rolled a nat 20, or maybe I did. I can't recall. I think it was a lot of mid-rolls, and so that were kind of on the higher end, so like 13s and 14s, because um, I love being charismatic in characters that have no charisma stats, apparently. Um, so... I think it would have been interesting to have seen what would have happened had there been, uh, if not one nat, nat 20, more nat 20s, especially with the OSR leader um, and kind of with her. I feel yeah. like it would have ended as similarly, but like, yeah. Had, would they would have asked to keep someone captive had there been like a success of, succession of like incredibly po positive and powerful roles. Tanea? What? Sorry. I didn't realize that was a question directly to me. Uh, what was the question? Uh, if you could have substituted one bad roll from the season with a nat 20, which one would it have been? Hmm. That's a, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I'm trying to remember the L rolls that I took. Mm-hmm. I guess would you have wanted a nat twenty with your encounter with Hannibal? Um or like the persuasion of Hannibal? I, I kinda like how it played out the way it did, where it mm -hmm. wasn't that way. Um I like the ambiguity ambiguity of it, but I think um I think there was a role where uh we were trying to um convince that guy not to like uh like to just let us go uh, that was a few times but in particular in the monastery mm -hmm. i think i remember like rolling i don't remember what i rolled but it wasn't a nat 20 and we had to then pivot and uh interrogate him in a in a less than stellar way um yeah so i that that was kind of like i really didn't want to do that and i'd rather it just have gone swimmingly because i feel like you know the character's already in this predicament you know what is 
what is the point in 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 trying to hide information now but yeah maybe maybe that because the waterboarding was a little weird but oh gosh i forgot about that <laughs> yeah yeah some geneva convention shit <laughs> not good not a good look for us yeah i mean he was a bad person but he was still. bad and it worked yeah it, it wasn't wasn't my ideal method i will say that i think too i think the i think there could have been a few nat 20s to help with that food that food episode. Oh man, the fish. Uh, the fish. Uh, yeah, that could have really helped. We did not get helped. a lot of fish at the end there because I think. But goddamn it, was that one bite? Heaven. Yeah, delicious. <laughs> one bite can change the yeah. world. I would say I would have wished that we could have, if I could choose one for each of us, to get a nat twenty. Mm -hmm. It would be everybody that was involved in the fish situation. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone rolled nat twenties because that <laughs> would have really, I would have really, um, that would have been just like the best food that anyone's ever scene i think that food i think you would have found a recipe that would have cured the reapers or stopped the reapers, yeah. and that would have oh. been the solution <laughs> I, mm, this is delicious i'm not gonna we're kill y'all now we're, you know what we don't need to reset the universe anymore yeah we're you dead. just yeah. you eat one bite and like the any reapers within like four miles die <laughs> just, just, like, what? it's a baby emp pulse it's super yeah <laughs> bert is there oh what about you I mean, that 20s, I mean, you, I mean, I'm sure, I oh, guess, yeah. I guess also maybe fun, think of that for a second, or take this as a fun kind of twist on it. Are there any nat 20s that we got that you would have liked to have taken mm, away? Yes, so many, <laughs> all of them. Um, yeah, season two, hmm. Sorry, my head just always goes to season one in the freaking Atlas. Um, <laughs> it's a really good question. Hmm? The tank was one of them? No, I don't think so. I would have, that was one where I think I rolled bad. There was something where I feel like I had somebody. Maybe it was the tank. Sorry. There's sometimes I roll for the bad guys to shoot at you, and a lot of the times they are really bad rolls. But sometimes, one of these days, I'm going to get a, a nat 20, like I did on Nickens in the, uh, was it, was it Malaturn? I think I got a 20 oh, on Oh, yeah. Him. He got messed up. Yeah. 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 So, well, if we only I had got... That one? Shields down. If only I... Hmm? Was it the one we were debating? As you, I think you were playing when we were in that security room um, with the overseers of whatever Malaturn security, and there was like a diplomacy trade-off between whatever character you were playing as and Nickens. You kept winning despite of that. Yeah, I was thinking Malaturn when I had all of the uh, cannibals shooting at you. Oh, well, yeah, and, yes, yes, that yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> that was I a tough Nick. I wanted run. to murder you there. Uh, <laughs> so one, so yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go with the tank. I wish I could have blown up the Rubicon, and then you guys would have been stuck there, and then you would have oh. had to deal with it. So that's that's my that's my Jeez. vote. So if I can't kill you, I'll kill your shit. Evan, that's fair. Evan, what was your favorite moment? My favorite moment. Uh, in which I could have got a nat 20, uh, but didn't. Uh, 
I, I gotta go with something similar to what Emily said about the OSR meeting. Uh, I felt like uh, I really was on fire with what I was trying to say, trying to um, convince them uh, that the Reapers were a threat. But uh, roll, yeah, roll after roll, that one was not uh, was not hitting. So if I could have tweaked that, I don't know if the outcome would have been any different. Like Emily said, I don't know if someone would have, if we would have had to uh, uh, give them someone uh, when we left. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the one I would choose. Nice, dude. That's so yeah. good. I cool. totally forgot about that. And I appreciate you reminding us here now. I'm legitimately shocked. Also, the look on your face while you were talking about it. That's wow. I'm so glad I got to see that. Awesome. Well, on to question, uh, on to the next question. Uh, this comes from Paradise. Do you think more than one romance plot will uncoil on the Rubicon? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh! I mean, we already have... Look, we got some, like... There's some shipping going on here, right? Break like, it down, Matt. I think, yeah, down, like, Matt. one, Nickens. Nickens is longing for Melovia to come back. He doesn't know it, right? Uh, but we also have, you know, but it's like a love triangle of Melovia, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's already that's 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 one right there. I'm pretty sure Jazira's got like a thing for, I don't know, probably Nickens. No. No, it was uh, the museum curator. Is she still on the ship with us, right? She got dropped off. Well, she'll be back. <laughs> she's at the. She's she'll at the. Back. She's on the Legionnaire. She's on the Legionnaire. <laughs> yeah, that's I think hilarious. I really do think Zylo, Zylo and Cena. Great shit. What? Great. <laughs> they have nothing to talk about. <laughs> They're just poor hands. They yeah, just stare at each other. Never talked ever. It's <laughs> just been really, really awkward. Silo's just a sweet, awkward boy. Yeah. And then definitely like definitely like some uh some saga, like saga comic book action with uh uh Volk and uh and Valora. <laughs> What? So I'll like NC seventeen. I will say it was it. super cool seeing uh you know Malovia walk in on Nickens who was having like a montage moment sweating and boxing. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was pretty hot. Yeah. That was hot. Yeah. Perfect timing. That was like one of those that's like that's like a cutscene in a Mass Effect game where you go into their room and it starts playing a cutscene and you're like, Oh, oh, yeah. oh. this is the next chapter. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, wasn't there the, a but box the prize <laughs> Was it, from, do you remember when uh, it was like there was a moment when all everyone was like in a room doing something steamy? I think Valor was like teaching Voke like some language. I don't know. And oh, you, like, mean, you mean the you up episode? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Like what the hell? What are you trying Look, to do? Someone's gonna need to make some moves. All right. Someone needs to make some moves. We there's some romance happening. What do you think, Bert? Also, I think the, and the, um, what's Diana. her name? Diana. Yeah. Diana, for sure. Yeah. There, for sure. to me, I feel like there's something there. And then, you know, I think what's interesting is the most recent uh, interaction when it was like kind of coming off of, um, or heading toward Thessia, right? There's like learning some more information about like what the Janus Collective is. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was building up, and then like now, I'm curious to see where that goes with the two of them because there, I think there's a mutual understanding, but then there's also, yeah, it's there's, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Evan, any final thoughts? Okay, Naeem, this is uh, twenty three fifty four. So, 
I've only been thinking about this for, for just now, right now, because I'm, I'm here uh, with you guys. Um, I think uh, all, this, all the ones that people mentioned are really good. I just want to add the Grand Master. I mean, this, this, what is this story but the overarching romance between the Grand Master and the crew? Uh, there's been some good times. There's been some rifts there. Uh, yeah, in addition to all the ones that y'all mentioned, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited to see where that goes. Oh, oh, I see okay. it. I see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, this next one comes from Slawfish. Could there be any potential transactions or deals with the Shadow Broker that could help the Janus Collective and could lead to an interesting side mission? Ooh, that's cool. That's. I guess, yeah, because Bert, at this point in time, because the Batarian system has already, that, that mass effect relay has already been destroyed. We saw that at the end of season one. So does that mean that Shadow Broker DLC has already happened? So is Liara the new Shadow Broker? Yeah, I think, I guess technically that lines up, yeah. Oh, okay. On, on top of that, we... We haven't got an update on that other broker we rescued from, uh, fuck, what's that place in season one we went to? New Riverton? New Riverton, New Riverton yeah. Uh, we yeah. don't know where he's at, so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The, sh the short answer, yes, and uh, absolutely. But knowing y'all, I can only imagine what kind of trouble you're going to get into if we allow that to happen. So, <laughs> TBD. TBD. You know what they say, Bert. It's fun getting into trouble. They do say that, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. This next one comes from King Gregor. What was y'all's introduction to the Mass Effect series? Hmm. That's a good question. So, I guess I could start. Uh, I I didn't have it at first. It was actually my cousin Jason was the one. I'd go over to his house, and he was he had it on his Xbox. Um, so I'd be watching him play. I'm like, whoa, this is sick. I actually didn't start it until like later. And like, I didn't get into Mass Effect until like I got my own Xbox, uh, two had come out and I, I played one and two back to back. So that was kind of like, my cousin was the one who's younger than me. He just had all the cool shit, you know? Um, <laughs> so I would watch him play and we, you know, we, he was kind of the house I'd got into like a lot of things like Knights of the Old Republic and stuff. So like he was the guy who always got the cool shit way before me. Uh, and that's how I kind of got into Mass Effect was through him. So yeah. Uh, for me, I saw a, uh, I think it was on NBC or something and they were doing a thing about how you can have sex with aliens in the game. <laughs> and they were like, oh, this, this should be banned. I can't believe you can do this in this game. And I was like, that sounds cool as hell. I need to get that game. <laughs> so then I got it. I got it. On brand as always, Tanea. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> also very true. <laughs> so funny. I had a buddy of mine. I, I found out because it, it came out. And I don't know why I didn't pick it up right away, but I just didn't. And my buddy starts talking to me about it. And he starts telling me about the universe. I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm into this. And then he just starts spoiling the entire thing. I was like, I was oh. like, no, 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 like this is this sounds cool. Like I'm, I'll go check this out. He's like, yeah. And he like kept kept going and like kept telling Sorry. me stuff. 
I was like, alright, that's it. Like, just stop telling me, like, these, the, the, the plot. Like, I'm in. And then I went and picked it up, and I was like, this is great. This is just amazing. And the first I'm, the first game, though, was very crunchy. It was very, mm-hmm. yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's rough. Like, I, I have Still very is. fond many memories of 2. 2 is, like, my favorite. Yeah, that yeah, Mako was, one. like, the worst. I hated that shit. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, but I think we're, I think probably everyone here, I don't want to, I really do think 2 was our favorite, as we talked about last time we did Q&A. Mm-hmm. Two is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, for oh, go ahead, name. Nope. You nope. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. I had. So I, as a kid, played video games, and then like when dual analog came around, I was like, I'm scared, um, because like I couldn't do it, and then so, um, I like stopped playing video games for a while until this was literally, I, I want to say like, I didn't play this game until first year of law school. Mm-hmm. I want to say, um, because I had previously, um, gotten back into video games and I played Dra- uh, dragon age and then, um, or- dragon age origins. And then a friend of mine was like, Oh, you should try the Mass Effect trilogy. And so, like, those games had been out for a while. And so, like, the entire trilogy you could buy. And then so they, uh, I think they bought it for me as a gift. And I played it just, like, all the way through. I I was just, like, soldiering through the whole thing. And it was, I was like, oh, my God. Like, these games, like, changed how I looked at video games. Because I, that, like, threw me back into gaming pretty hard. Whoa. That's <laughs> rad. <laughs> yeah. Naeem. Naeem, Naeem, Naeem. Um, yeah, so I was working at GameStop at the time it came out. That was my first job. And the first purchase using my employee discount was Mass Effect. That's cool. After seeing, like, it was a big deal because it was showing, it was like a review or something like on X-Play or something. That I think Adam, I don't know who reviewed it. Is yeah, Adam or Morgan? Um, and seeing Rex for the first time, I was like, that looks real. And so that made me buy the game, and I was like, oh, this is great. So, yeah. Yeah. X Play, bringing games to Naive. X Play. Speaking of X Play, um, I'm kind of a similar boat to Kelly. Um, so I really didn't play a lot of big games until after college. Like I had played Mass Effect 1 at a friend's house when it had first come out because they made me like control the Mako and I was like, don't like this. <laughs> were this they like your bad. enemy? <laughs> I mean, they were like, this is Mass Effect. Do you want to try it? And I'm like, I hate this is, please don't tell me this is the game. It's the game. Um, and so once I, once I graduated college, uh, I played Dragon Age Inquisition that Christmas because it had just come out. And so that fall, or I guess that summer, I went to the GameStop in Burbank, and that's when I picked up New Vegas. That's when I picked up Fall, uh, uh, Mass, Fallout 3. I picked when I picked up Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3. I don't think I spent that much money, which was great because I had my old 360 that I'd use in college to play Bioshock and Skyrim on, and Assassin's Creed. 
So I was playing Mass Effect 2 at a time in my life where <clears throat> I had just moved from, just graduated college, so I was in Burbank, and I didn't really know too many people. I was starting to work at a theater, but like didn't really have any good friends yet. And so that the Normandy crew became so personal and just important to me because like this was a game with such fantastic characters and relationships and like doing that suicide mission and it just like broke my heart and then going into three at the same time as I started playing three I had just been cast as Commander Shepard in uh, a fringe theater production of the video games which was the Hunger Games meets video game characters and it was an improv audience fight choreography show so the audience voted on who they wanted to win the fight we had all these different fights memorized and so having just been in that world and getting to play like I was a very like I when we were developing kind of each version of the character I was like well I really want to be Paragon Shepard because that's who I played in the games and so it was really fun I always fought against Sheik and of course Sheik always got the audience vote because everyone's fucking loves Nintendo and so I always had to die and it's okay I never made it to the end but oh well it was always like Mario or some shit but um huh. but it was really really cool getting to like play these games and then play like essentially a version of that character and and like a little fight choreography show and that was just like what made Mass Effect really important to me. That's cool. Evan, if you don't mind, I think I can answer for you. I'll jump. I, have, I think this is a funny story. <laughs> so, uh, well, I was in college <laughs> and uh, uh, Evan, Evan and I go way back from like middle school and so there was a weekend where Evan came out to San Francisco because he was doing something. He was like filming some sort of music video or whatever. So he's in the area, and he was like, hey, can I just crash at your house for the weekend? I was like, yeah, sure, or the, the dorms or whatever, the place. And so he comes over, and we had, like, you know, stuff planned to do. He's like, yeah, 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 cool, 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 But, like, don't do any of that, though. Just play the first ten minutes of this game called Mass Effect. And he's just like, no, no, let's go, like, go out. And he's like, no, no, just play the first ten minutes. And so he, like, sits down. He's like, this is amazing. And literally, it was just me watching. It was, like, before Twitch streaming. It was just me watching him play Mass Effect for like two days and then he had to like leave and he was like alright well I need to go get this like yeah you do um, so yeah I I, I I remember it vividly because we just just sat on a couch all weekend and it was the most amazing thing watching someone else experience it uh, like I did so yeah yeah. Um, yeah so this is exactly right the only thing that I would add Bert is that I, I felt like maybe every 20 minutes I'd be like okay are you sure it's okay that I'm just playing and you're watching me play the game? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I just want to make sure. And Bert would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, man, just kept going like that for a couple of days. It's just so good. That's so sweet. Aww. That's awesome, man. I love that. Good job, Evan. Good job, Evan. Good job, Evan. <laughs> Our next question comes from Firestorm. Uh, question for everyone. What was your favorite story moment that happened in season two? Oh, <laughs> oh man. Wow. There is so much that happened. Yeah, yeah. Favorite story moment? Mm-hmm. Dude, I thought it was crazy when Nickens like found out all of that stuff about how he's like a clone guy mm -hmm. yeah for sure and like that all of his memories aren't real like it was like a really cool moment in the moment it also changed a lot of like 
it like contextualized a lot of stuff about like past stuff and then also like colors the future because like was, what's he gonna yeah. do and it was just done so beautifully between Bert and Naeem yeah Mad props to y'all just kind of the give and take of like just does, does Nickens want to go deeper and just like kind of the asking those questions and then just like the the audio kind of the auditory visuals of kind of just this Nickens descending deeper into his mind to find the truth mm-hmm yeah yeah it was I didn't expect that to happen at that point but uh it was great um I don't know what's gonna happen for the future with Nickens on that knowing all this new information but um it's gonna be fun at least yeah you're in uncharted mm -hmm. territory yeah because i was talking i remember talking with bert maybe a few weeks after we did that episode i was like i don't know what to take this guy anymore so uh but yeah it's gonna be fun you know i really loved uh the the post session after the first reaper invasion on mm. um Oh God, the museum. Malaturn City. Malaturn, yeah. I, I don't know. It was really somber, and it kind of like really. It was like we were fighting for more, and it just I don't know. It felt like we all came together, and we're like, well, we're we're all in this. Or you know, this is like. <laughs> I thought it, was, it just felt really sobering to me after like the craziness of what what went down there, and kind of put into perspective like, really what we're doing. Yeah, that was probably the most I've been stressed on this, this show was that reaper moment yeah and getting out of the city yeah i hope those Good people are know. okay they're probably not i'm pretty sure <laughs> no <wiped out>. <laughs> <laughs> i hope that they most have of been them collected no well we did get confirmation yeah, Bert, that people, people some yeah some people got out yeah, yeah. i know good. matt it's time to be real yeah sorry guys it's time uh, to be real to are we what are we doing wait did you already take the picture i was scratching my face <laughs> <laughs> i think for me i really love sicario station i feel like i'm gonna pull a stefan yeah sicario station has everything valor getting beaten to a pulp gambling attempts bombs mark mir like t-shirts um i think i think crackheads yes trampolines um a bunch of books sold by an elk uh no um i think it was just like free food people people impersonating asari dignitaries um i think Sicario Station was just like it was such a smorgasbord of a lot of stuff and and that's what I love about this show and I think that's when it gets really fun is then like you have these super funny moments you have these heartbreaking moments you have these stressful moments and and to me that was such a, a yum 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 delicious sandwich um kind of mini arc of just the best of like what the, the joy that is Mass Effect Adventum yeah, yeah that's I really hope Hope that Hanar is okay. I really hope so too. <laughs> One day, I guess maybe we'll figure out. What Didn't happened. we send the cops on them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely not in uh, an OSR prison. <laughs> oh. Oopsies. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, another one I can think of is probably. 
um, it was in the one shot episode uh, of how mm. with Nickens, uh, the end point of revealing that was all like um, a simulation. Simulation, yeah, basically. Um, that was I didn't expect that, and that was pretty cool. The, the Krogans, Oops, all Krogans. Krogans? Right. No. Oh no, this that, was the Nickens one shot. The, the Nickens one shot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. that did happen this season. What yeah, the? That's f- right. Yeah, that's that right. was yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. I played Damn. like a what was that character's name? I can't even remember his name, but he was like, he was like a good boy. Yeah, he just yeah. wanted to get home to his wife and see her play like the yeah. clarinet or something. Her daughter, so his daughter. His daughter. Name was Hoover, I think. Hoover. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Emily plays Ziv. <laughs> We're gonna get yeah, through this, I, right, Nickens? It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a side tangent. I gotta just, I am constantly amazed at all of you in general with your characters. But then even when you so much, you bring so much to the one-off characters too. So like, I know that there's some stuff that we've recorded during the season that I can't talk about yet. That's all black I, I want to talk about that so, so bad, but bad. I can't. So bad. Y'all but, have to unlock that on Patreon. But it is oh, fantastic. The the even the, even the, the the amount of joy I get from seeing all your one-off characters, <laughs> the amount of effort you put into these kind of like per, the person you bring so much. All of you bring so much personality to everything you do. It's just I'm constantly. Burr, please, oh, you are burr. the best. You do. You're the GM. You are the best storyteller. Are you bring that out from everybody? I just, I just put you all in a room and you all talk to each other, and I go, oh, "Yes, please. good." good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're we're such a good group. This I I feel very lucky, honestly, to have my first like real D and D experience be what this is like I, I i feel spoiled honestly like i feel like i'm learning from people who are really good at improv and really good at creating a character and i i'm like yes i i lucked out because it's just gonna like <laughs> propel me to be better you know surrounding myself with people who are really good at it so hmm. Hmm. Well, thank you it's a good team man for sure it is. a lot of cool mo- a lot of shit happened man evan your favorite story moment from the season? I'm really excited to hear. Uh, Naeem, this is 4225. Um, yeah, so I, I just want to echo uh, Tanea's point, not about the not recording thing, but just uh, it's been such an amazing learning experience playing with everybody here. I, I really have learned a lot as well. Um, story-wise, though, uh, of course, the Commander Nickens moment, I think that was like number one for me. But also, at the end of the, the season, it felt like we went through a little bit of a dark time. We were under scrutiny from the Janus Collective, right? But at the end, it felt like we sort of were back in their good graces, kind of, or we earned the second chance, and it did really feel um, like hard-earned or well-earned. And I thought that was such a, a cool uh, moment. Dude, I forgot that happened, man. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. That's great, Evan. I yeah, mean, this is probably no, one of the, the best uh, in the top ten no, lesser really? known moments uh, wow. in Mass Effect Adventum. I mean, when you put it that way, uh, the ending, one of the best. <laughs> Evan, you can't <laughs> say that. You can't really say that, Evan. Wow, that's a that's a hot take. That's a hot. I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Yeah, look, guys, I I stand by it. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, so this next question, Bert, you you beautifully teed up. Um, this comes from Ghosts of the Relay. What um what is the thought process for creating the personality of other characters you've played in one shots? So Kelly playing uh, Katharina, Tanea playing Respalta and Suka, um, Matt playing Hoover and Nakmore, Naim playing Nakmore and Tylan and Tanas and Evan playing Trad and Borden, <laughs> and then Bert as Cliff Rose. And then I jumped in as like, yeah, Mama, Chad, and Sika. <laughs> um, so yeah, just like also, uh, so I'll ask that question and then I'll ask the follow-up right afterwards. But yeah, what is the thought process of creating personalities, personalities of these other characters? Um, I mean, it's just an opportunity to play someone different than my main character. Like, I just have a lot of fun with it. I think the character I've most had have had fun with is the one that's in the Patreon exclusive one, which I can't talk about. But aside from that, I'm like legitimately terrified about that character. That character <laughs> haunts my nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Uh, aside from that, um, it was really fun to play uh, uh, Crag. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> the, and the the Oops All Krogans. Uh, oh my! Oh yeah, oh, I freaking love the Oops All Krogans. That was my favorite one. So shot. so one just a side note. And I am shared a clip from that episode, and where where everyone's just laughing and have a good time. Um, I am laughing, but you clearly see the GM panic <laughs> in my eyes of like, what is happening? What do I have to do next? What are you doing to the game? What do I have to prepare for? Where are we going with this? So everyone's laughing, like Matt's cracking himself up, which is <laughs> causing like a chain reaction in Bert. Everyone's laughing. And you see me like laughing, but my eyes, I'm dying inside. <laughs> and so um, I did have a great time with that one. Uh, please do not judge me based on that video. But uh, yeah, just as a GM, so as Bert knows, uh, sometimes you just kind of, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. I, 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 that was a fun episode for sure. Uh, I think for me, it's like every, it, it depends on what the GM plans for us. I kind of base it around that and what it calls for. Um, so for the Nickens episode, I, I was like, oh, I feel like this is going to be like a, a Black Hawk down kind of scenario. And for that character, um, uh, Hoover, you know, it's like there's always in like war movies, there's always like that one guy who's like kind of like the, he's just a good, good boy who's just there because he, you know, he was forced to kind of get called to action because, you know, his country needed him and stuff. And he's just a good kid who's got like a wife and a kid back home. It just shouldn't be there. But like, so like I kind of base it off of like whatever the scenario is and what I think like the, if it's totally like going to be more serious, I'll pick something more serious. Uh, or if it's going to be like, maybe everyone else is playing something serious and maybe i'm like we need something to cut the tension uh so i'll play like you know like the fucking uh knackmore in uh like the all oops all krogan's one like so i kind of base it like around that that's kind of how i go about it and think of like i'll think of like either an enneagram of like which is like a strong you know character traits or tropes that you would see in like television or something or uh and kind of base it off of that and then let let that kind of fill the work in for me Yeah. Um, I, I still think of <laughs> I, did, sorry Naive is making the dumbest face <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I still think of Naive saying uh, give me the good good <laughs> <laughs> in our uh, our freaking c-sec 
cops whatever like die hard episode that we did that was real goofy uh did that come out yet <laughs> from it, this for patreons not for i mean yes it's out it will be okay. out by the time yeah, yeah, yeah that one was just naive so just buzzing good. in <laughs> where's the, give, give me the good good <laughs> where's the good good Give me that sweet good, good. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Shit was crazy. You guys weren't there for that one, right? Uh, Tanea wasn't there, and mm-hmm. Kelly wasn't there. That mm-hmm. one was buck wild. Damn, I, like, I should have seen that. It's fucking. That was a kooky town banana pants in mm-hmm. the best way. It's great. It's great. I need to. I need to listen. I thought Naeem was gonna be like the straight player, and then he was like. The wildest fucking Give me that good good. What the fuck? What does that even mean? <laughs> They're looking What's for... good good, Naeem? Drugs. The good stuff. The good Drugs. stuff. Oh. Yeah. What yes, I took you can sell me gotcha. the good good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Kelly what, who else? Yeah, Kelly, um, you've, you've not only played in Mass Effect, but you've played in a bunch of RPGs yeah. too. Yeah, I usually just like, I look at the prompt and then like, I just think of like who's the worst person to be at this place, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, that, like, or sometimes weirdly I'll just like think of a name, and then I'm like, okay, I know what kind of person that person is. It just ha- like, I'm like, like Katharina Flan. I was like, okay, I know who she is, right? Like it's just in in the, it, if you, I don't even know how to describe it. Like if you just like. Um, like let that person kind of come alive in your mind and then all of that doesn't matter anyway. Um, Cause it's like, you, you know, I'm not like, I'm trying to build like the perfect character, mm-hmm. um, but just someone, yeah, fully realized, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But then always like, I'm always looking for the game of like, okay, this, this is the worst person to have on this adventure or like, this is, and I always I and it's so funny because a lot of times when I'm casting things, people will cast me as like a like mean like bitch or something like a villain. But I always prefer. Well. Thank you. But I prefer yeah. if I like have my druthers and I'm like creating a character. I like playing low status. I like playing someone yeah. that like is like really pathetic and like desperately wants companionship or something and will never get it because of how annoying they are. Or something. Yeah. But yeah. I always just choose low status. (laughs) Is that how you see Cena? Cena. Hmm. Cena's interesting because I think she kind of exists a little bit. Mm, No. She's, yeah, she's low status. I think she is. I think sometimes she, the only time that she's not low status is when she doesn't care about a situation. Um, but anytime she cares about something, she will always care the most and be low status. Um, and she's like, cause every, she's, uh, everything is a defense mechanism for her. For me, it kind of comes, am I, I'm a little bit of a combination between Kelly and Matt. I like to think, I like, I always love to ask other people, like, especially if I don't have a strong character hit. Like, what are you playing? Uh, <laughs> so I can create a person, A, who's not the same energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then B, um, I love creating a character that either helps or hinders. So am I going to compliment another character or am I going to just be like something that, like a force that is just going to not help at all? 
Um, enter Chad, Shad, Shadston, um, <laughs> my beautiful him boy son. <laughs> I love him. I want him to live and come back. But also, like, I had, I got in the, the pickle of, of, I felt like, and I think this is just because I'm my own worst critic, um, uh, uh, Cleo was a little too close to Malovia. I think I just, cause like just playing with y'all, I kind of go back into that tendency. I think there were aspects of Cleo that were like a little different, but like that was something that I kept noticing like, oh shoot, like this character is sliding into these Malovia, <laughs> the kind of like mindset. And so that's why I had to keep kind of being, I try, I would, anytime I would feel that way, I had to try to push myself to be antagonistic towards the Rubicon crew just to kind of push them away to make it a little bit different and and whatnot but yeah it definitely gets it's like I for me there's there's easy characters and there's tough characters Evan yeah uh for me similar to what Matt said with the Enneagram strong personality traits uh similar to what Emily said with the um, characters that kind of complement what other people are doing uh help or hinder uh, for me also, if it's a one shot, I try to think of someone who could have like a simple arc within that one shot. So Borden Bodley was like, uh, you know, I knew he was kind of like very straight laced uh, guy, but at some point he would just kind of let loose and like uh, go go wild. So that was just like a one shot arc. Uh, yeah. And then Sarlacc uh, from Oops All Krogans was um, more based on strong personality traits or like, what if, uh, this guy was a Krogan infiltrator, but he, he sort of brought a new approach to what an infiltrator uh, is, this context. So, yeah. Nice. So that's how you do it. <laughs> Great job. Awesome. <laughs> that's the secret, man. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks guys. I mean, you got to charge people to let them know that. Yeah, this is yeah. a free tip yeah, yeah. from, so from Evan, everybody. RPG, uh, how to play RPGs course. It's fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you're kidding. Oh man, Evan. Yeah, you're gonna charge next time. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't afford that. Let me tell you. <laughs> Good for you for keeping a rate like that. But you gotta stand up for yourself. You know, what I mean? you know, that's actually that's really I admire that. Yeah. Not enough people admire. You know, not enough people stand up for themselves for that kind of thing. And you're really doing it, man. Just out here, um, yeah, hustling every every day. Uh, discount for you guys, though. Discount for for you guys. Was was there a follow up question to that? Oh yes. <laughs> also, any plans or hints of them reappearing in a future arc? Uh, I think I think definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think... we've already we've already had our one kind of group of of misfits uh, reappear with Voke's daughter yeah, from season one. So I think, yeah, the door is wide open unless I'm speaking for Bert. Yeah, no, I think 100%. Yeah, because Teelan most likely will probably mm -hmm. appear at some point. Um, the Krogans, I don't know because they're currently, spoiler, captured. Um in some Cerberus facility. Right. Yeah. From what I remember. Um, mm -hmm. There was a Kat mission. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Katharina. Did she go with uh, Mama? Or she got the car? Yeah. She... She did survive. Yeah, she did. Um, 
Yeah, I think she went with, um... Did she go with... I don't recall. I think she did, or if anything, like, Mama gave you her card, their card. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, wanna, I don't see why not. Um, like yeah, we gotta break said. Zivka, or we got no, we gotta break Suka out of the out of the Krogan facility. Yeah, that's right. We have to. We gotta do it. Yeah. And then Emily, your one of your characters already made an appearance in the post credit scene. Put in yeah too. Which is gonna be interesting. The Solarian. I really hope there's a question about that. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't have a. I don't. I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. Hmm. Speaking of seasons, um, this next one comes from Patreon from Hetel Petal, Hetel Petal, Petal or Hetel Petal, or maybe a combination of the two. Um, an, uh, which line or phrase did you guys like? What was your favorite line or phrase from season two? Ooh. <laughs> uh, what did Evan say? More of the uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> More uh, of the same. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, what did Evan say when he was getting chased? You can't catch me on STG or something like that? When he was <laughs> in, in the Sakari station? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me it's in the in Matt's one-off when Evan's character takes the truth serum and he's just like life is meaningless we're all gonna die and it's just like he goes on this whole like existential tangent but like super happy it was I don't know I was cracking up about that <laughs> uh, the funniest one for me I think is naive just keep in that one-off where he kept saying give me the good good yeah <laughs> just just <laughs> show me the good good <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. I it's love so it. It's so great. I fucking love it. <laughs> Tanea. Mine was I wanna say the one shot with the all the Krogans. Um it felt really fun to play um what was basically a Futurama like caveman mm -hmm. woman. Um, it feel, felt good to just play like a ridiculous character, and I think Krogans are in general just really fun to play. Um, yeah. Just because they're so like impulsive, so it could lead to so many interesting moments, like we see with uh, with our Krogan friend uh, played by the Mad Acevedo. Yo, yo. <laughs> and did you have a funny? Did you have a favorite line from that one shot, or is there a favorite? line of yours from season two uh I, I i don't know if this was season two it wasn't a line but definitely my favorite moment was matt picking up the turret on the ship and just like fucking like because it's just imagining his character doing that is hilarious to me hell yeah <laughs> I, I, I also like i don't remember the line but it was, I mean, it wasn't a line. Maybe it was just another moment. But it was when, uh, um, uh, when we were battling the battle, the the submarines, right? Yeah. We mm -hmm. were in the ship, and we had a uh, Naim's character in like kill mode in the Atlas. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's fucking great, dude. And his eyes are like, ah, like. <laughs> 
And when yeah. your when your character Emma, when uh, uh, oh my God, the, Cleo, Cleo, thank you. When she like like goes into berserk mode too, and she's like her eyes are all big, she's like ah, like fucking great. Oh, oh, also it was it was very funny to me how. Uh, <laughs> Basically anything Kelly's character does and says, just because it's like so matter of fact. Um, but it was funny to me when we were basically playing like hide and go seek with the uh, with the what is it called? The disappearing phantom. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. There, God. There's a lot of moments, honestly. Like, I wish I wasn't high to remember them. <laughs> <laughs> But I, there's a lot. I'm going to think back later like, oh, shit. I should have said that. I think my favorite line uh, <laughs> will easily be, I'd like to report a burglary. Like, that just oh, whole delivery. Yeah. Just going to the cops and being like, I'd like to report. Mark Mir, just comedic genius. Just uh, saying, I would like to report a burglary. That was so fucking yeah. funny. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. Let's get into some character questions real quick. Um, this one comes from our Insta page, uh, from Dylan Komarnski. Uh, <laughs> did any of the crew have childhood pets? And if so, what were they? Um, what relationship did you have? Oh, I don't know. Is this a character question? Or is this a real life question? I think the crew would be, denote character. That's right? true. Character, yeah. Mm. Does any of the Rubicon crew have childhood pets? If so, what were they, and what relationship did you have with them, and are they still around? Hmm. I don't think Voke had any pets. I don't think he would do that. I don't know. Nickens had a dog. That's oh, right. that's right. He had two. Or did he? Or he did two. he? Well, Supposedly. Did he? I, I don't mm. know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an interesting question. I feel like the type of animal Jazira would have would have to be similar. She would probably have a cat if anything. Yeah. I can see that. I could see Malovia wanting one of like those robo dogs that you can get. I think in the Mass Effect DLC that just I'm playing Mass Effect Three right now, <laughs> and so I'm it's all very fresh in the noodle. That like robot dog that you get that it's like assigned to like the cargo bay that like you can just randomly get in one of the DLCs. It comes with the legendary edition, and I could see Malovia wanting one of those as a kid, but never getting it. Mm. <laughs> as uh, I will say, from uh, I've had every animal as a as a pet under the sun. My dad is really big on animals, so I've had a lot of birds, dogs, lizards, snakes, hamsters, like you name it. Tarantulas. So I love no tarantula, but my one of my good friends had a tarantula. Um, I actually am kind of afraid of spiders because they I'm allergic to them, so when they bite me, it looks ridiculous. Looks like I have a tumor on my face. Mm. Or my hand. What about you, um, Evan? Yeah, so um, I think for Valor, I don't know if he would have a pet, but I imagine he'd have like a like a wild animal, like let's say like a like a reptile or something that would maybe crawl up to his window, you know, every day when he was a kid, and he would just kind of feed it. It wasn't really a pet, but it was, it was something that he kind of uh, formed uh, a bond with. 
Uh, and then when he got taken away for, you know, this, this whole biotic uh, program, then it just kind of kept coming back and it wasn't there. And there was this sad arc, uh, like, like the dog from uh, Futurama, you know, something like that. So maybe not a pet, but, you know, there's that whole, um, that's, that's, there's that whole arc right there. That makes sense for Valor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Valor would have that. I would say probably like four of those. Yeah. He pro- I, I can see him having like a lot of fish. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish, fish could do. If we rewrite the story, it's like he used to go out to the coast and then he would swim and then he would feed these fish, you know, every day. Till one day, uh, you know, I don't know, they were gone because something happened. Or this, this is good. This is good. I see your character on a whole new level now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a whole new mindset. This one comes from Alien Cowboy. Uh, what would every character's favorite type of music be? So what wow, is your character's favorite really type of dope music? Questions. Yeah, these are cute. Also, I didn't get to answer the pet one. Cena would did not oh, have yeah. pets. <laughs> would what? <laughs> Cena did not have pets. <laughs> I guess we just assume, you know, like, yeah. would, would she have a pet? Alone. Yeah, she would have one, but she never had one as a kid. Mm. Yeah. We're gonna fix that. I guess yeah. like there were like bugs around her when she was sleeping, like in like <laughs> cities and stuff, but like they weren't pets, but she would yeah, like talk to them kind of. I think you a hamster. <laughs> like she would like go go to bed and then be like, "What a week, right?" And like point at like a cockroach, <laughs> and the cockroach just runs away, and she's like, "Ah, story my life." See her doing that. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you when you come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm just imagining uh, Bob's Burgers, like the fat possum that lives out in like the yeah. alleyways. Yeah. It's always talking the same thing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay, sorry. What was oh the music question? Yeah, what is your character's essentially like? Yeah, what are your character's favorite type of music? If uh if if Voke was a human, right? If he was like here on Earth, right? I feel like he's very much like Vin Diesel in the Fast and the Furious movies. So just like listening to like reggaeton and like and like fucking like i don't know pitbull and and, <laughs> and fuck, i really do think so or uh, like you know like uh just like gasolina and all that stuff i feel like that's that's vogue's vibe dude you know i feel like hell really yeah yeah i really do feel like he's all like into that kind of shit so um you know what cena listens to hmm. um you know when you go to the discovery store and they have like Oh no. <laughs> like pure moods. Yes. That whole like demo board. <laughs> yeah, she listens to that. And just like one of the tracks is just the sound of rain sticks. <laughs> she listens to that. <laughs> wow. That's really funny. <laughs> Cena is Cena big into ASMR? Oh yeah. But like like weird ones, like when they're like ASMR, you're in a busy auto body shop and there's a baby <laughs> crying next door. <laughs> it's like that. I can listen. I, I, I imagine she would listen to like some of the clinical ones, like pimple popping and shit. Oh, I think, yeah, she's, I think the pimple popping, she's a little squeamish about that kind of thing. Mm. But like. Ear cleaning, maybe. Maybe that. Or maybe like the like like pulling a bee sting out of a wound. Ooh. 
that kind of thing. She could do that. Mm. I like watching the blackhead uh, cleaning ones. I can't. I get like the opposite of that. I get squicked. I'm like, same. The other day, or not the other day, a while back. um, (laughs) This is a little bit of a tangent, but I was looking for free sound effects on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, I found one that was <laughs> ASMR door slams eight hours. <laughs> wow. Eight oh, hours. my gosh. Are they all different? <laughs> no, they were like two. <laughs> it was over and over again for eight hours. <laughs> fucking Look, hilarious. some people's triggers are different than others. <laughs> I just feel so calm with just oh, door so slams. This feels so, like home. I listen to uh, I listen to like ambient rain noises. Mm. Oh, yeah. so does Naeem. With like, Naeem. With, like I do too. Artillery yeah. fire in it, so it's like explosions uh, will go off in the oh, distance. Uh, oh, 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 oh. So like, yeah. oh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't think Naeem does that. Or like machine gun fire in the distance, but it's like, raining. No, yeah. he does thunder sometimes, and I'm like, it makes sense because it's like if your mind is very noisy, it's good to put on something noisier than it. You know what I was putting on, and this was maybe really depressing. But I was putting on this thing on Hulu that was like, this was beginning of pandemic. Mm -hmm. During the holidays, they had this thing, I forgot what it's called, but it was like a series of like just atmospheric videos. Mm -hmm. And one of them was like an uncrowded corner of a party, of a Christmas party with like a gingerbread house and a punch bowl. Yeah, and then people would come and like break off a piece of the gingerbread house and like take some of the punch and leave and you would never see any of their faces it was like shoulders to waist maybe mm-hmm. and it was like that kind of that like ni- comforting it was yeah. comforting like 1970s color scheme so like very warm mm-hmm. and then like just muted jazz like christmas jazz and wow. like walla conversation it yeah, was yeah, yeah. yeah i like that a lot. i think it's that it's sounds, still on hulu yeah, it's still on Hulu. You can watch it. I think it's called like ho- house remodeling because people are breaking apart the <laughs> to wow. the gingerbread house. It's great. It's great. I like that. On that note, um, Jizera would likely listen to uh, probably meditative and, and song bowls and things like that. Heck yeah. I love Hell song yeah. bowls. I love, I have Tibetan. one. Oh, Ooh, you do? You want to get one? <laughs> they can be expensive, but yeah. if you go to the right places, they're not that bad. They can double as a guacamole bowl. Oh. <laughs> Just hard to clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time you get a chip, it's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Naeem? Um, I feel like Nickens would just listen to he would be open to anything, but mainly stuff that would chill him out. Because given that he's a soldier at heart, and he's probably always has some pent up uh, feelings within lo-fi him. So, beats. Yeah, anything, anything that jazz. lo-fi beats to kill too. Definitely jazz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely jazz. I think he will also be open to other species music being blended into human music. Like frogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> as long as it chills them out, you'll be fine. Mm. I think for Molivia, it's a combination of like when, like synth wave. I think she would really dig synth wave. And then also, like, there's a part of her that just really likes classical and uh, whatever mm. Turian classical music is. I don't yeah, know what with that, that would brandy, be. that would go well. I think too, it's just like a reminder of home. 
whenever she feels homesick. Would she like like Japanese city pop? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I think she would like city pop a lot. Yeah, I could see that. When you said synthwave, I was thinking yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. 80s city pop all the way. Not to plug another game, but the Paradise Killer soundtrack <gasps> is top. Okay, it's it's really good to do work to, to as well because only one track has words, mm. and oh, then the rest great. of it nice. is all uh, city pop. <gasps> it's great. Okay. Looking it up now. The game itself is also great, but I'm not here to plug a different game. Uh, Bert, is there any? Do you have any? Is there like? Is there any NPC whose whose musical? Uh, delectables <laughs> can yeah. come to your mind. Xylo listens to like dad rock. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. Nickelback? Creed? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Creed. Coldplay? Yeah. And then. Hey, hey, I like Coldplay. I'm kind of. Um, like <laughs> Elcore gangster rap. Cool. Oh, oh my gosh. That sounds sick. amazing. That's sick. I can see it. Can, can you can you do what that would sound like? I cannot. Can you do that with your mouth? <laughs> as, a, as a black spokesperson, uh, I would like to uh, you hear this. We'll have to we'll have to work on a a, uh, a sample. Did oh, Evan, you, say you got aggressive? it. I just, I just said like I was just thinking like aggressive. <laughs> I am here. <Yeah. laughs> Hold on, Evan's gonna do it. Yeah, Evan. Oh my God. Take it away. I hope he does this. Shoot, uh, guys, I'm so sorry. I actually, um, I did it, but I lost the recording uh, for that. So uh, yeah, let's let's keep going. I hope he does this. Uh, what about, what is Valor's music taste? Um, yeah, I think for Valor, because he's kind of, he, he's a bit split here. I think on one side, you know, he was in the theater for a while. Uh, I feel like he would go for like an avant-garde uh, 12 tone, you know, 20th century human music style uh, stuff. But then on the other side, I think he'd really like some, something more uh, sweet, like maybe, maybe not pop, but like, um, like maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe jazz, maybe like new age almost. I feel like he would really like kind of that new age uh, from 90s type uh, vibe. You fucking psycho. <laughs> you fucking knew it. I fucking knew it, dude. Oh my god. Only you would come up with something like that. Only you would come up with some crazy shit like that. Thought, you pervert. something else, but wow. Wowie zowie. You're crazy, man. <laughs> oh, that Evan. All right. Uh, next question comes from XWN Chris Wolf. Which characters from the Mass Effect games do you think would fit in just fine on the Rubicon if oh. they were there? Easy. Then easy. say it, Matt. It's easy. Say Rex. it. Of course. Oh. Rex, what did Rex would fit in fucking perfectly. I really do. And Liara. I think Liara would be like just like glue. You know, I really do. I feel like it, it, we're, it, it feels similar, you know? Our team feels very similar. Yeah. How, mm-hmm. how would Vogue interact with Rex? Oh, they'd be fucking bros, man. He'd be really? like my Paul Walker to my Vin Diesel. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we live yeah, Jizera and Liara would definitely yeah. have like this Spider-Man moment. Yeah, absolutely. I have a question. <laughs> what, has G- uh, Jizera ever interacted with, uh, what's her name? The, uh, I know who you're talking S- about. Samara? Uh, Samara. Samara. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like they would have crossed paths, but I feel like also Samara is like way higher ranked. So, and she's on like a different planet than the timeline that we're on. I, I feel like they definitely know of each other, but not necessarily directly like spoken to each other. I think I think Kasumi or or even Jack cuz like the Rubicon mm. crew is pretty chaotic. We are we destruction lies in our wake. So I think I think Kasumi would kind of I think Kasumi would jam, gel well with everyone's kind of personal stakes and I think Jack would be I mean cuz also Voke knows Jack. <clears throat> Voke's worked with Jack. So I think Jack would gel with like just kind of like oh shit, we just got to take care of it kind of mindset mm -hmm. of the Rubicon. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's a great question. I mean, I'll say it. I think Garrus would 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, Garrus, yeah. but then everyone would I be just I think they like, would romance Everyone would want to fuck Garrus. We yeah. can't put that man in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> it would become the world's most insane fan fiction. And then Bert, you'd have to play Garrus, right? So you'd just be like, have to like <laughs> romance. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> You'd have to make some tough decisions as Garrus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, he would just be calibrating. He'd be the prettiest bell of the Cal ball. Just calibrating. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Kelly, any characters pop into your mind? I got a real southern in there. Yeah, you did. That I would want a romance? I like that. Oh, no, just characters from Mass Effect do you think would who would oh. fit in well with the Rubicon? Hmm... Who's that reporter you can punch? <laughs> Diana Tyler. Oh. No, that's not hers. No, Diana is that's um that's what's her name from Nerdist in the game. Oh yeah. Choba. Um, Choba. But I Choba. feel like and I feel like one of our characters might punch her. Heck yeah. So she I mean I don't know if she would fit fit in well. I just feel like she'd You would like to see that, yeah. I'd like to see it happen. <laughs> Got it. Notes for season three. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I feel like I just want to throw this one out. Um, mm -hmm. Karen, I was saying, Dr. Chocolates. I love Dr. Chocolates. Oh, yeah. Dr. Chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> like, yeah, replaying, going through three, she has this great line in three where she says, because you're asking, because, like, Shepard has the really, really sad dialogue prompt to everyone, which is, like, how's your family doing? Which is, like, mm. oh, my gosh, Shepard. Like, oh, I get it that you want to be supportive. But, like, everyone's either, like, well, if I haven't heard from them, so I hope they're okay. Or it's, like, they died. They died <laughs> and they're missing. Um, but Dr. Chakwas is so cute because Dr. Chakwas is, like, look, I never really settled down, but I consider the alliance like my spouse and you all on the Normandy, my children. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love <laughs> you. You're like, you're, you're shit mom. And I love her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, w I would feel like her and Valor would like mesh really well. And it's like Valor would probably look up to her because mm -hmm. I would think she's his senior. Oh yeah, like, majorly. Um, yeah, so I think they would work really well. Yeah. That and probably maybe Thane too be interesting so. I think Morden and Valor would get along well but I almost is like I feel like that's just too much Solarian <laughs> scientists <laughs> in one ship to handle <laughs> yeah what does uh, Evan think 
Yeah, speaking of Valor, Evan. Yeah, so, um, I, yeah, I think Morden and, and uh, Valor would be, it's too much chaotic energy. Morden, I think, is much more capable, so I don't know how that would work. Dr. Chakwas, for sure, um, Valor would look up to her. Uh, nobody said Joker, right? I, I think uh, Joker would, <laughs> I think Joker would really get a kick out of our team, so that's the only one I have to add. Oh yeah. Ah. Bold yeah. choice. Interesting. Wow. I never thought of it that way, Evan. Hmm. You crazy motherfucker, man. <laughs> 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 All right, let's see. What is next? What is next? This one comes from um Hedal Patel again from Patreon. Thank you so so much. Which scenario of interrogation or diplomacy roles was the best for you? Like, which was your favorite uh, scene of interrogation or diplomacy roles? Uh, uh, okay, no, don't go first with me. I'm thinking of mine. What scenario of inter interrogation? Or like intimidate? I think intimidation or diplomacy, yeah. Well, it was a great moment that... that... Uh, actually, okay, here's mine, and I'm going to be arrogant and say my own, but I think no, it was yeah. when... Uh, That's not arrogant. The diplomacy role that I did to romance and seduce Diana. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm really getting it. Like, it yes! felt really good. Like, yeah. So I'll go with that one. That was a good one. Very good. <laughs> I didn't think Jaizir would have so much game. Like I was kind of concerned. Was it Jasmine? Out. What was her name? The Angelica, the curator, right? Angelica, oh, Angelica, the museum, museum curator. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That it's starting out real good. Our relationship. I can remember her name. Huh. Um, <laughs> remember, and we also left getting... her on a different planet. So. Yeah. That was a fun mission, man. I think didn't I, was that a diplomacy role or was that a bluff check for me where I was wearing like my, uh, my oh, the nice, fucking nice fancy Krogan suit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that I'm like, also was amazing. Yeah, because he was like, remember he was like, uh, I think this was before Kelly, but you know, I was I was posing as a museum goer and as a as a Krogan, and basically there was a scene and I was like, I can't believe this kind of like, you know, you know it's like, how, how dare Fancy you? Fancy Krogan. Think? Yeah, it was it was great and it worked. It fucking worked. It was great. I don't. I think that was diplomacy. I can't remember exactly, but is it? Yeah, I'm the pretty security sure. guard was yelling at you and then you had the perform of crying or something like that to him. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that's a that museum heist was great. We should mm -hmm. definitely have more heist missions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about uh, yes and no. <laughs> I think for me, my favorite one was um, Malovia Nickens because I think I mm. correct me if I'm wrong. You did a role too to see how Nickens would feel about that, right, Naeem? Or how uh, how Nickens how Nickens would respond to to what? To Malovia, I think kissing him or or, or oh, not. yeah. Uh, I don't think that was a role. I think I just did it. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Um. Well, I probably did a role for myself for composure. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I think you did that. I think that's what you did, and I think that was my favorite because I love like having the dice decide little moments like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the diplomacy that. of a different sort of kind, if you know <laughs> what I mean. 
composure. Like, what do you mean by that? I don't know. I just did it. To, I, I, was, I don't know what I was going to do in that moment with as, as Mickens. I just rolled to see what's, what I would lean to. And it leaned to what you saw in the episode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, you are so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't I can't think of a, a specific role I think I mean I guess the ones that happened in Malaturan City with the debate between the council the Malaturan council I don't know what they officially call them but mm -hmm. them and Nickens trying to like convince let them know like hey there's a threat coming and we need to do something and blah blah it was just like it was very stressful but it was just fun at the same time to doing that so what's kelly you have a favorite know, diplomacy man, or intimidation moment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean i i i always like that um cena's always fail mm-hmm because I like failures in that, and I always play like you, really uncharismatic characters. Because <laughs> um, I like I like seeing that. And then, yeah, if if yeah, I think I always prefer a, a charisma role to or d diplomacy role to fail. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think just in general, um, any time uh, Cena has to roll diplomacy, I'm always really excited because it always means failure. <laughs> Your characters are very charismatic, even though they suck at charisma. Y yeah, it's I guess pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I guess like charismatic in that maybe you like them as a to I, watch, I think but it's not just to interact. A with. Testament to how your characters are just like written or played so dopely. Aw, like, thank you. That's so nice. Though, even though you roll diplomacy terribly like still seeing Malovia struggle to like flirt with people is like very charismatic to me I like I was yeah like, oh, endearing yeah Bert do you have any favorite intimidation or diplomacy moments hmm None that can come to the top of my head. I don't remember if y'all rolled for it, but the moment when y'all kind of did the I am Spartacus stand up and. Uh, oh gosh, yeah, that was sick. Yeah. I am Janice Collective, and, mm -hmm. you know, that was so cool. It wasn't you're all immediately killed or taken to jail was good. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh. It, it was. I, I will also say. Um, in, in one of your Malovia's uh, failing flirts, uh, literally right after she failed that flirt, that guy got plastered by a, <laughs> a, a fucking, um, I don't know if it was Mark Mir's character, but one of his buddies. And I was mm -hmm. like, the fuck? Nah. <laughs> it's like, damn, that's what happens when, you know, you get flirted with and it's a, it's a one. Oh, that's right. I think I was trying. It was on Sicario Station. I think I was trying to get past the guard at the yeah. door, and I was trying to be suave, and it yeah. failed. And then I think, yeah, Mark came up and just destroyed him. <laughs> Beautiful. <Yeah>. Problem solving. <laughs> Saving you. All right, Evan. So, yeah, I mean, 
I think to echo uh, Naeem's point, I really enjoyed um, when Commander Nickens was trying to convince the um, Malachurn City uh, people uh, to sort of help us, or at least not uh, detain us, to work with us, right? That was really cool. Um, for Valor, he's, he's not super charismatic either, but when he was getting the shit uh, kicked out of him uh, in Sicario Station, uh, I really, uh, I really enjoyed that moment. I don't know, I don't remember what roles exactly were involved, but I, I think, I think he did okay. And th that was fun. That was fun to see play out. Ah, that was so good. <laughs> Evan, yeah. you are one sly fox. Oh, just, it's just a little, just, ah, oh. who are we without you, Evan? We're nothing. <laughs> You just find such momentous moments and things that I just wouldn't even think to remember, man. Mm -mm. You, you got this. And, and guys, I just I just don't want any bizarre responses after this that will somehow recontextualize what I said in, in sort of a uh, strange or uh, unusual way. So just keep that in mind. And and yeah, that's, that's my answer. Yeah, so uh, Bert, I said jerk because I saw Janice and I saw Bird. Jerk. Jerk. Jerk Bennings. Jerk Bennings. Mike. So, question for Bert. Here comes a few. What kind of fleet does the Janus comes from Elderberries? Thank you so much. What kind of fleet does the Janus Collective have? Squadrons or smaller fighters like the Rebels of Star Wars? Do the ships have model names or designations? And the same kind goes for those in Malaturn. That's a really, really good interesting question Malaturn I believe they had only a handful of like fighters and so I imagine they're they're kind of similar to what the Alliance has but maybe it's something that's more like um, you know not at standard Alliance mm -hmm. tech but more like something that was like like if, a, if like you know you could just go buy a, a fighter jet um, that's why they weren't able to put up that much of a fight uh, for the Janus Collective, yeah, it's more... Well, we all know that the Legionnaires are a pretty big ship, right? You know, it's like uh, a large capital ship. But yeah, they have, like, fighters. And I'm sure that they're probably custom Janus Collective made. Um, but it's not, like, extensive, right? So they have... We've seen them have, like, crazy military tech. Um, but at the same point, they are, like, explorers and planning on going to another galaxy, not to, like, conquer it, but to just have protection. So, yes, but nothing, like, super crazy, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I mean, is, is the Janus Collective kind of pulling, like, a war efforts from Mass Effect 3 where it's, like, accumulating a bunch of different ships from a bunch of different groups? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they have some, some standard stuff that they make on their own, but, yeah, mm -hmm. their whole thing is just, like, pulling... that pulling equipment and wherever they can from wherever they can. Yeah. yeah a little hosh -bosh, a little hosh -bosh. So yeah, the Rebels, I think that, that analogy works. Except they have like, oh no, the Rebels have Mon Calamari cruisers. So yeah, yeah, kind of like the Rebels. Mm -hmm. So and I now think... I must destroy them. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this comes from Psych88. This is kind of question for both, yeah, you, Bert, and Naeem. Uh, what is the turnaround time for a, from play session to a finished episode? Uh, I guess I guess I would expand this too, Bert. You can talk a little a little bit about your prep, and then yeah, we can get kind of like the technical stuff. Prep is zero. We no <laughs> I go stop that one after too many ripped <laughs> notes. No, yeah, I just literally have a general idea 
of beats that I want to... I find driving is, like, uh, time for me to uh, just kind of not zone out because I'm driving, but, like, think mm -hmm. about stuff while I'm driving. So I'll think about, like, action beats and, like, if this was, like, an episode of something or, like, the key stuff. But that's pretty mm -hmm. much it. I don't do a lot of prep heading in the episode, so either that's very obvious <laughs> or not, but regardless. Yeah, it's not a lot for me. Naeem, on the other hand, once we're done recording, is the all-time uh, pro champ. Yeah. He does all the ed audio mastering and editing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this episode is going to be a doozy for him. Yeah. We love no, you. No, we're for good. reasons that we can't. No, he's good at everything, so, you know. it's. He sets his mind to it, and then he gets good at it. No, he's just good at everything. Thanks. Yeah. No lies yeah. detected. No lies yeah. detected here. Um, it depends. Like I could use on average, I can knock out an edit, a two and a half hour edit, in about. If I'm not disturbed, it's probably in a, in a day. I'm trying but, to. What you disturb? No, like what if you... I have to work or you know. Uh, oh, okay. I, have to work. I thought you mean when I come up to you and go like this. <laughs> Can you run into Guess the who? Can you go do that real quick? <laughs> yeah, can you go do that real quick? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, continue answering the question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How long does it take about it? You said a day? Uninterrupted? That's crazy. What other thoughts you have? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, it takes me about an average a day to do it. But if it's like... The one shots they take longer because I have to edit the video too mm. and have to go into like a template and all that stuff, which um, those take a, an extra day or two depending on how much I want to like do details with the cutting back and forth between the cameras and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's at most a couple of days. Gotcha. Give or take. And then um, kind of follow up. To that, Naeem, from the Nerdist 223, uh, how much of the session gets left in the editing floor? Or is everything we hear uh, raw dog audio? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ooh, raw dog. <laughs> raw Try dog in it audio. Um, 95% of it is what is pretty much in. I don't really edit. Once, the, once we start like the session, I don't really edit like in it. I tried doing that one time, like probably in season one of like cutting certain things out, but it felt mm -hmm. weird once I was listening to it. And I, I just like having everything in the episode. El natural. Yeah, it's, it's more natural. So now, right. granted, I think the only thing I blank out is probably the cussing. Yeah. But, uh, mm. Other than that, that's about it. Or if someone yeah, I like to cuss a lot more. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you bleeped out cussing. Yeah. I never really realized that. <laughs> oh, I won't do that anymore. Wait, do you really? Yeah. I, I didn't know I've that was creating work for you. My goodness. <laughs> Naeem, I said fuck like twelve times in this post, post show. <laughs> He's like, I said boop 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 boop. Shit, Naeem, we've said fuck. Fuck, we've said fuck so many times. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Fuck this. Bro, I did I honestly had no idea. Man, I feel well, so fucking bad, dude. <laughs> Sorry. God fucking damn it. Fuck. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I did it mainly because I think somebody pointed out to me like, hey, you'll get it, like podcasts usually. Yeah, you might work get better. dinged or something. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Because it's like okay. a sensory thing on podcasts. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, who's in like sorry. YouTube? YouTube I do that too. I fucking hate censors. Uh, fucking narcs, dude. I also well, I, don't know how true that is. Let Mass Effect say fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to think. They do fuck they sw- in Mass Effect. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if I, rem- if they I say, remember. I think they say shit. And they say I hell. No. One in- no, they definitely curse in Mass Effect. Oh, yeah. oh, they, oh. They What's curse. her name does all the damn time. Uh, Jack. Jack, Jack yeah. says yeah. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. No, but I, I blank it out because it was somebody pointed out to me like with podcast, there's the... Explicit once, yeah, that's the thing that flagged it to me. Like, all right, I need to like blank some of this stuff out. Because mm. um, I think if you have every single one of my on other podcasts show. is explicit, I don't know. <laughs> you can you can flag the podcast as explicit then. You, you just do it in the upload. Yeah, it says yeah, but yes, I got you. Well, I will. I will. Uh, you no, you're trying to make from it now a, on, a game where you can fuck aliens, kid friendly. Is the podcast? Is that what you're saying? From now on, I'm not gonna curse. I'll, I'll, you I'll can keep cuss it easy for all you. All y'all want. No, but I, then I you have to making bleep this it. a wholesome podcast. I I am now going to <laughs> make sure that this is never a wholesome podcast <laughs> ever. Here, again. here's the thing. I will never curse, but I will have my ass out on all of these videos. <laughs> <laughs> My areola might have been in this episode. I don't know because the shirt is being ridiculous. (laughs) Just spread cheeks the whole app, dude. Evan, any thoughts? All the recordings naked. (laughs) (laughs) Don't see. Yeah, little do you guys know, we're all full insertion the entire time. Oh my gosh. The, the after shows, though, I don't blink out because they only stay on Patreon. So. Ah, they get a little spice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, this, this next question is for Kelly. What? Uh, do you think we'll. This comes from Ghost of the Relay. Thank you so much. We'll, do you think we'll hear more background details on Cena at some point in season three? Uh, personal journey entries, perhaps, as well? Mm, yeah, probably. I mean, I feel like there's opportunity for, um, you know, for us to find out exactly you, how sad and um, damaged Cena is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean that she got abandoned by her husband. That's not fun. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So yeah, and just like how in denial she is about it and all that. Yeah, I think for sure. Yeah. But if not, then someday in the future, no pressure, Bert. <laughs> we can do whatever. We can do whatever stories that come down. He's the main villain arc for the entire. Thing. Stop! Oh my god! She would just throw herself into villain. out the airlock. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I can't deal with this. Bye. I'm not part of the crew anymore. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm gonna combine these two questions. So the first half uh comes from. Oh, my mouse didn't want to scroll. Uh, the first half comes from the Nerdist 223. Um, did you intend for Malovia to be left behind as a story point originally, or was that made up before the session since everything was going hellish on that mission? Uh, that was a 100% in-the-moment choice. Yeah. Yeah, that was. was Emily not wanting any other characters to be left behind, so uh, I volunteered myself. Uh, so, yeah, that was 100%. I don't think... I. 
anything. The only thing I kind of had pre-planned for that episode was like, oh, I, I'm curious to see what emotional moment it gets to. Because like, I think Malovia had been wanting to say something to Nickens for a while. Just like, that was the only thing that was on my mind was the romance. And like, just how tense it was getting, especially after the last episode, like Bert mentioned earlier, was the I am the Janus Collective moment. So I was like, oh man, shit's going to go down here. And this might be a great time to, to also add <laughs> icing on the shit cake of just emotional highs and just kind of, do a fun romance moment or, or have a reveal or something like that. And then um, this one comes from Ghost of the Relay. How has it been to not play as Malovia for the latter half of the season? And what do you expect for her mentally in the upcoming season? It was very sad. It was, I missed her. I have missed her so, so much. Um, just having played with this character for I think almost four years now. Um, it's just Malovia is such a part of me and I love her to pieces. And I, I stand by the idea that a lot of, whenever you make a tabletop RPG character, there's always some part of you that is a part of them. Um, regardless if it's a big part or a little part or like a character trait or a quirk or something you wouldn't do. But- um, On that note, what what part of uh, Malovia is a part of you? Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> I think I think definitely the daughter that that the daughter that feels like they have to be perfect. Uh, I have eldest daughter syndrome, as in I am an eldest daughter, uh, and so and then the first kid of the family. So it's just like, just that pressure of having to be perfect. I've had it a lot in my life, and so that kind of inspired this Malovia character. She has a different relationship with her parents than I have. A little bit, I have much more of a healthy relationship with my parents than she does with hers, but. Um, but yeah, that kind of that kind of loner, but wanting a family kind of group, and the way I deal with pain differently, the way she does, and I wanted to experiment with a character who who maybe um, hides their pain in a different way, and we see that through uh, kind of Victorian Brandy, even though it really doesn't. Her metabolism is so fast; it's it's just much more of a comfort, I think. And and I think that's something I want to start playing with too, is that her just kind of not relying on that anymore and trying to start to really really heal. But yeah, so that's kind of going into where mentally she's going to be in the season. She's going through some weird shit uh, in the Malovia one-offs that we would love to, I know we're a broken record at this point. We would love to love, 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 love for y'all to hear that will unlock with a hundred, a uh, hundred Patreon members. So like, if you really want to hear that, uh, tell your friends about Mass Effect Ventum and tell them to join Patreon because it's a trip and we still got to finish that arc up. So as I'm speaking, like kind of curious to see where Malovia is going to be once she finishes that. I mean, Nickens has really changed, and I think Malovia being in isolation has really, really changed her. And so I'm gonna have to do some Emily thinking on that. But I appreciate the question. Yeah. I'm I'm actually excited to have Malovia back, though. Gosh, I'm so yeah. excited. It just hasn't felt the same. Oh, I miss Malovia. She misses all of. Well, now she too. has an eye patch. Oh, so. I, that's what I want. <laughs> I'm telling Bart. Take out a Make make sniping. We're gonna make for fun me. of your missing eye though a lot. Well, so and that's, that's a joke I've made, but I don't know if it's happened yet. But Bert, we're uh, talking about we'll it. We'll get in trouble, though. We'll talk about it, Bert. With uh, pirates. With pirates? Yeah. Is, it, is it specifically an eye, or could it be just a limb? Ooh. Ew. A whole limb? What, like, we do like Star Wars. Like, you put, like, yeah, the mechanical hand. hand yeah. yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. Let's talk, Bert. Let's talk. Um. Yo. Oh, speaking of Bert, I got another question for you. Got two questions for you, actually. Um, without spoiling it, this comes from, once again, our friend, uh, the Nerdist 223 from Patreon. Thank you so much. Um, without spoiling it or telling the party exactly what you were referring to, you can say yes or no is fine. 
Has there been any major plot points or red herrings or Chekhov's guns that the party has missed over the course of season two? Uh, yes. <laughs> Fundamentally. Oh, uh, no. Oh my gosh, you sound so tired when you say that. <laughs> yes. Yes. The one, I think... God, we're so close. Oh, man. Operation Cool Down, which is like the big thing that we kind of have revealed in season two, was initially set up in some of, if not the earliest episodes of season one. Mm -hmm. And even, I know I've said that before, but even with that said, there is something about this that could have been game-changing uh, early on. Oh, jeez. Um, well, but you know, I think... Oh, man. I don't want to spoil anything. I'll go back to the original question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'll say. Yeah. All right. Another hmm. question for Nerd is 2-2. Hold on. Oh. Hold, hold on. Okay. I have a question for Vert. Oh! The tides have turned. <laughs> the turns have tabled. Has there... What... Is there still plans in motion or... What's going to happen with that group that you kept hinting back to in Malaturn City? That didn't, nothing came out of it. Oh, the people who were the thieves that yeah. were like... Uh, the other heisties? The other yeah. heisters? Yeah. God damn it, Bert's doing it again. Okay, I get it. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, it really comes down to whatever missions y'all select, I guess. Yeah. The heisters hmm. will return in the next Avengers. Um... <laughs> Another question, just get kind of, two quick more questions from Nerdist 223 real quick. Uh, and then another question for Bert. Uh, these are just kind of reminder questions. Uh, what happens to the cool countdowns for the other missions? Have the various missions, have there been missions that have expired over the course of this arc? I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Bert. Yes. Yes, they have oh. expired. We're going to probably do, no, not probably. I'll speak uh, in actual statements uh there's going to be a little bit of a board reset going oh. into season three so some of the missions that were on there will uh disappear uh, adding in some cool new missions uh for season three so yes some of those are expired and gone forever and there are consequences for some of those having expired and gone forever so there was a big consequence that Mirabert doing like a post credit scene of of what was her name? She's from season one that was captured. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. After oh yeah. The Malatron City stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Could have rescued her. <laughs> yeah, but it's Zeke and oh. you know Zeke's fault. So. Um. Yeah. We're blaming Zeke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticking to that. Zeke's fault. That's, That's true. Yeah. That's true. You could have saved Zeke. <laughs> what? Also his fault. Let's Listen, be real. he was too far away in that ship. Okay, he shouldn't have got caught. He should have been. He should have been honest with us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah. Yeah. Short answer. Answer that question. Yes. They have. Some of those missions have ticked down, and they're gone forever, lost to the sands of time. Ah! Um. But there'll be some new, exciting ones. We're gonna do a little bit of a board set reset for season mm -hmm. two, because potentially there might be a time jump. <gasps> I don't know. Oh. What? <laughs> what? We shall I'm doing, see. I'm doing so many double takes. You can't see because my, cam <laughs> my camera cord's broken, but my HDMI is wonky. Yeah. Um, 
Another question from our Nerdist223, Naeem, perhaps you can shed some light on this as well. Does making the podcast and being paid for on Patreon change how you guys would normally play your characters? Why or why not? No. No, yeah, because no. I think most of the money from the Patreon, correct me if I'm wrong, Naeem, goes to kind of supporting you and, and Evan with some of them who's doing audio stuff and Bert with the story and whatnot and, and especially like the tech capabilities of this podcast. Yeah, it. I can say this now. Yeah. Um, some of the Patreon funds that I've used some of the funds to buy Evan a mic, a really good mic. Yay! He just hasn't received it yet. But uh, yeah, it's all thanks to Aww. you all and giving extra support, which we very much appreciate. And just it just adds to enhancing the experience y'all listen to as a whole, yeah. better tech and all that stuff. So and there's costs for hosting. Oh yeah, I gotta pay that stuff. Now. That helps a lot. Mm-hmm. That was originally just coming out of. Bert and I's paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> so so most of, of y'all's amazing support, thank you, thank you again, goes to helping keeping this podcast up. Really not to us. And I I personally, um, regardless of if I get paid or not for an RPG, I will always bring the same amount to every character. And especially with Mass Effect, I just love this this ding dong. I'm not gonna say the I'm not gonna say the curse word name just for you. I love this <laughs> ding dong series so much that that I fucking me, love you guys. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love Mass Effect so fucking much that that ultimately for me is is what is the biggest pay. Is like just getting to play in this world with just Bert, who's a fantastic storyteller, and just all of these amazing individuals, Kelly, Tanea, Matt, Aim, and Evan, and all of our fantastic guests who just help. Let me like, oh my gosh, I miss Mass Effect so much. And since there's no new games, I get to play in this world. I'm so, so blessed, so fortunate. Yeah, man. Yes. We're pretty second. Thirded. I feel very fortunate to to play with y'all and create stories. Evan, you've been quiet for a long time. I know it's been kind of questions directed to other people, but any any follow up on just get it just, off your chest, Evan. Yeah, just get it off your chest. Any any honest bearings that you want to say? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just so it's so much. You know, so so much. Um, where do you even start? Uh, first, I would say. Yeah, I mean, this microphone is is wonderful, and I just, I really appreciate that. But yeah, I I agree with everyone uh, here. I'm just here to play Mass Effect and and have fun, and I just really enjoy playing with this group. So uh, Matt, don't say anything weird after this. Okay, wow, I didn't think you would yell so much. <laughs> that was really aggressive. <laughs> Scared my dog. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Question for Bert. And then we got two final group questions. Um, any hints slash ideas on how you'll incorporate the post credit scene of season two into future seasons? From Ghost of the Relay. I don't know if that's a question for me as much mm. as that's a question for Naeem. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know how to answer this question. Um, I'm it's... on the edge of my seat. <laughs> uh, it depends, like, how season three is going to be structured. Like, I know you mentioned earlier, Bert, that there's going to be, A, a time jump, a bit of a time jump, and B, like, the whole map that y'all can see, the mission selection is going to be, like, uh, redone. Or, I don't know. Um, 
Hmm, I wonder why would that... What would that mean, though? Would that mean that maybe some of those missions might be GM'd by not me? Yeah, yeah. So if whatever mission comes up for on that map that the crew picks that happens to be in relation to that end scene, then most likely I will be GMing that episode. Or arc, I mean, so. Uh, that's all I could say. I don't I don't know what I'll, I, I don't know what you're gonna do with it. I'm equally excited. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean it uh, I can't say that. Um yeah, it it's it's a big thing that happened. <laughs> and it could like alter I don't know, Bert's uh you know, stuff that he has planned. I'll just say this. I'm here for it. Okay. Well, there, there you go. It's divergent storytelling. Let's do it. Yeah, just, okay. just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Was there, oh. was that, was that it for that, that question or was there more? Yeah, there's two more. I got two more. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, question, uh, boop, 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 boop. this one comes from Black Baron. Would y'all ever consider starting a Dragon Age tabletop RPG podcast? Hmm. Hmm. Well, we talked about doing that. I'm looking mess. directly at the smiley face that is Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've definitely talked about wanting to do, at least do a Dragon Age one shot um, because, as we all know, Dragon Age is 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 fantasy Mass Effect, and Mass Effect is space Dragon Age. Um, very, very similar in kind of their structures and, and parties and, and stories and similar and stuff. I would love to, I definitely would love to collaborate with Kelly on this because- Oh yeah. Um, oh my God. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, Cause I've also like secret, I've played just like baby amounts of Origins in two. The only one I've really, really played through, unfortunately, more multiple times, uh, has been Inquisition. So I know you've played the other games, so I would love your knowledge, and also you're just a fantastic storyteller and creator and oh, stuff, so I'd love to you collab. So much. Facts. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, Origins is very hard, but fun. Uh, and then two is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Three is great. Three is great. In Inquisition is great. Mm -hmm. um, yep. So, yeah. I would be happy to. That'd be really fun. And so I'm honored, is, Emily. Oh, That's something we isn't, are definitely, definitely interested in. An official Dragon Age RPG system? There is. Oh there my Jesus. Is. So I will get that little bookie book. Um, yeah, there has not been an official Mass Effect system, so hopefully that Which will is happen. bizarre. Super bizarre. Oh, Faces of Thetis. Is that what this yep. is called? I think so. Is that An RPG like source book. And then there's also this other Dragon Age RPG core rule book. Hmm, these seem different. Oh, yeah. What Some the heck? And then there's this other one. Yeah, because there's one that I Game Master's Kit? Or yeah. yeah. Oh, my word. We'll get, I'm going to get all the books. Hell, yeah. So then can I Can I be... Can I... Just to confirm. Just yeah. so I want to leave clear... Uh, I want to leave this meeting with clear understanding. Is that, mm -hmm. a, is that a yes? Does that mean a yes? Yes. There's Dragon Age content coming from from the Mass Effect Adventum crew. Yo! Woo! Heck yeah! 
I'll be the fish out of water. I don't know anything about that, but I'm down to play. I mean, that's going to be fun. I'm going to be fun. We're going to be like, oh, you're encountering a Templar and you're a mage. How do you feel about that? And it's going to be a very fun answer. And you're like, I hug him. And we're like, no. We're like, okay. Can I ask then a silly question? Yeah. Which is going to get me, if I have never played any of the Dragon Ages, which one would be the best one to start? I think Inquisition. Inquisition's so good. Well, Inquisition's very, very one. good. Is and that's the third one. one. So start I with think, the third one. I mean, look, if you're a completionist, because like for me, I really like Origins. You just have to kind of get used to like, it doesn't look as good. Mm. But I don't think it's as crunchy as Mass Effect 1. Mm -mm. It's, be it's a better first game in yeah. the trilogy, yeah. And and then also like you're, you do see the characters, because you play a different person every time. But you do see the the Gray Warden and Hawk from from the second one in Inquisition. Okay. So I mean that's kind of cool. And then like I think you know illusion of choice. But there is a little bit of stuff that does change depending <laughs> you know on what you do in the different games. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I like Origins a lot, but Origins also does that cool thing where like. You get a bunch of different scenes depending on your character yeah. class. It's a yeah. really interesting game. Like you can have completely, it's not like Mass Effect where it's like people coming up to you and being like, oh, hey, you're Shepard. Your family died on this one planet. Or like yeah. you've been on Earth the whole time. Yeah. You have like, depending on if you're a mage, depending on if like your class or like your, your history, completely, correct me if I'm wrong, Kelly, completely changes like different, how the game starts and where you find characters oh, and whatnot. And like what how you can end the game. Mm -hmm. Because like you can only become, cause I play as, I always play as a female character, but like, cause at the end of Origins, you could be like the queen, but you mm -hmm. have to be a human. And then if you play as an elf, you can't be a queen. Or if you play as a dwarf, you can't be queen. But there's like different things like, and it, I don't know. And, and I don't know. Oh, right. Because in Mass Effect, you're always human. Yeah. In Dragon Age, different characters let you like romance, I'll say. Yeah. Romance them. But they're also racist. They're racist. Only... That's the problem. Yeah. Mm. So some of them like are like, I'm not interested in, in this kind of race. But Iron Example. Loves everyone. Solus only likes elves. Yeah, shocker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the reference, but I will soon, and I like yes. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, if you if you play, can you please like live text us your yes. like yes. reactions? Okay, okay, okay. Keep us right, posted really on good. your. Journey. I would die. Just like I'm, if you like if you hate certain people, if you like certain people, tell us. Tell us. Tell got us. it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm in. I'm yeah. really curious of who's one of your favorite NPCs that you interact with. Dude, mm. Morrigan can wreck me like every day. <laughs> she's so evil and cool. I love her. She's great. I she's and awesome. she ha and she comes back in yeah. the third game. I would say you get mm -hmm. a much more better appreciation from what I understand. I know three has like three is kind of like Mass Effect three. There's a lot of callbacks to like other characters from from the first two games and stuff. It's kind of like it's got that finale feeling of like everyone coming together stop the end of the world, but then there's a fourth one coming, so I don't know what they're going to do. We're going oh, to also Leliana, Leliana, if you meet her yeah. in the third in the third one, she's like a badass, but in the first one, she's like yet to be broken by the system. Yeah, she's you, she's a good little girl. She's yeah. a good, sweet, sweet She's girl. like, the creator, I love him. I'm super, <laughs> religion hasn't proven me wrong yet. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third game, she's like, She's like, we must eliminate awful. everyone. And yeah. you're like, what, Everyone's Liliana? So 
<laughs> then you can soften her and she becomes the best. Uh, yeah, if you, you soften can, her. If you make her be the best, like the, the, the next um, lady, <laughs> the, the lady, <laughs> the, lady the head lady. <laughs> Um, the head lady of the church. Yeah, whatever. Um, what is that called? Whatever. Oh gosh, I'm the lady of the church. Yeah. Hold on. Okay, uh, lady of church. The Mass church. Dra nope, Dragon Age. <laughs> Dragon Age. Okay, the not mother? Andraste. No, that's you. The leader of the chantry. What? Yeah. Leader of the chantry. <laughs> The divine, the divine, is that what it's called? The divine, yes, the she's divine. always female. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, she's kind of like the Pope. Yeah. But in in, in Dragon Age, it's very much a women-centered um, religion. Basically, their Jesus Christ is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Andraste. Andraste. Um, but we can do a fun Dragon Age discussion episode. Yeah, oh my gosh. Another time. Because I we can going. We can see that like we just have, we have so much ammo and, and just ready to, to go off on Dragon Age. So yeah, Dragon Age content definitely coming because how can we not? We're, mm -hmm. we're Bioware babes. Um, mm -hmm. So final question for everyone. What is the top thing that you want mm. in the next Mass Effect game? Oh, game, interesting. Game. I'm gonna say game This from comes from Daedric, Daedric Mistress Void. Thank you. Hmm. Play as other species. Yeah. Oh! That would be fun. That'd be sick. I hope so. Fingers crossed, man. Who would you want to play as a Krogan? I'd be just having just choices instead of yep. just being stuck as playing as a human. I'm, a I'm human I'm, now. I'm, yeah, I'm totally with you, dude. I think that's that would be huge. But they're probably not going to do it. But... Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's my big one. Obviously, more romance options. I want to see what else, you know, if uh, will Liara be take the crown again or will there be a newcomer? You know what I mean? <laughs> I think Liara is going to take the crown again, personally. I, yeah, probably. It'll be interesting. <laughs> I can see her in much more of a guidance role if that, like, yeah, especially if it's an older Liara, I can see her as much more like kind of essentially the Anderson of the series, possibly, or that new game as kind of like someone who is, because I don't know, we don't know. If we are playing as Commander Shepard, or if it's the hunt for Commander Shepard, or or what. But I can see Liara basically being kind of the pathway between the trilogy and that new game, mm -hmm. and being like, kind of like I said, the Anderson of kind of like guiding you and, and helping you out and being someone you can go to for like mm -hmm. lore drops. <laughs> um, I, I want no driving. Yeah, no, no driving, vehicles, please. please. Yeah, I that, that's a dream i i, I co-sign no driving i don't need it just pick the place and then i'm there and then i can run around and like fast travel unlocked real quick mm -hmm. <laughs> yes um if you're gonna make open worlds please don't make them big empty dumb planets please make them full of things to do so we're not it, once again having to drive around if yeah. it is open world just have it be yeah. open world exploration areas that are a lot smaller um i think too I, this is a weird request from me. Less graphic sex scenes. I don't need to see the... I don't need to see... Okay, y'all. Andromeda has some of the most graphic sex scenes in the world. I didn't I see I those. I can't do it again. I can't... Don't... Really? You can I'm going to look, look it I'm up. Gonna, just for research, like, I'm going to look it if up. You look up the, if you look up the sex scene between the male Pathfinder and essentially female Caden, 
they basically gender swap Kate and Ashley in that game. You have you have oh really? Do, yeah, now you have, have a boring a girl human and a... woman, and then you kind of have this judgy this judgy human soldier guy. Um, Cora and Jaw. Yeah. Did you romance no, Jaw? Cora. Uh, uh, I I romance Jaw. Oh yeah, he's like New Garrus, but not yeah. Garrus. Um, but if if you're Pathfinder, um, PB and Scott Ryder. PB, yeah, no, not PB. PB's, PB's sorry. sorry, she's really fun though. That's actually one of the characters that I did like. She's kind of goofy. But if your writer, male writer, romances the blonde lady, oh, um, in that sex, are you watching it? Can you yeah, link can, it like, right now? You can like link watch me, him me. pelvically. <laughs> you can like watch him pelvically thrust into really? her. Really? I don't like it. Wait, I got it. Okay, now I gotta watch. I gotta get eyes on this. Hold on. Okay, as someone in the original Mass Effect series, I just love the nice transition to black, like Garrus laying down in the bed or something, or like. Let me see. I don't need to see everything. Leave it up to imagination. In Dragon Age Inquisition, you saw titties. Were you okay with that? Oh yeah, I'm talking about titties. I just don't want to see like the thrust. Thrusting, like. Whoa. Yeah, they're thrusting, dude. Holy crap. Hold it on, I'm gonna look at this. I'm gonna look at this. Game. Okay, she's running. She's running. <laughs> wow. Wait, this is a PB uh, sex it, scene. It, it wow. literally flagged it as yeah. inappropriate, and I can't. Oh yes. my God, thrusting. What? This is in 4K, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta change <laughs> this. So the settings. <laughs> I gotta get him. So oh yeah, 4K. <laughs> I'm watching this in 4K. <laughs> wow. Hold on. No, I'm. You we sent over the PB sex scene. This together. PB sex scene is like an Asari sex scene, so they go into each other's minds. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Anyways. This is great. But yeah, I think I think. I oh think my God! Was... Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think there were some interesting things that. Oh, watch the jaw one. That's all I'll say because I don't want to get us taken down or removed anything else from this podcast. Um, Wait, jaw one. The jaw, J A L. Um, I think I think there were some interesting things that, like, I think combat-wise, Andromeda. I would like to see Andromeda's combat in in uh. The new Mass Effect, but that's about it. I just want good written characters and strong story stakes. Yeah, dog. Make me care. That's all I want. What? And I want it to blend, like, I want there to be acknowledgement of the trilogy. That's what I want. I think Andromeda, I didn't like it a ton because it was really hard to acknowledge what had happened because it was kind of in its own timeline. If this game is apparently like a continuation post events of Mass Effect 3, no matter how far in the future, I want the acknowledgement of choices or things that happened in that universe. It's all I want. Dude, Why I'm trying to listen to you, but I'm what? watching this jaw rope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching it too. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? They're in the water. I'm like, oh, just wait. wait. I feel wait, like wait, they, oh, the water, the water. Time, or they're in a cave. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. They, they put more detail in the sex scenes in the game itself. I believe so. I, I guess so. What the hell, dude? Catman. He's like creature of the Black Lagoon, like with this sh shading and stuff. Uh, what's gonna happen? Please, what a fun, family-friendly <laughs> note to end <laughs> season two discussion. <laughs> Do they have dress? Oh, he's gonna give her. Oh my god! 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 He's going down on her. Oh, oh my god, oh my god, I cannot that's, believe that that's we how just... that movie probably ended. Like they just didn't want to show it to us. That movie where that girl romances a, a sea. Oh, the fish? Yeah. <laughs> shape of water. of water. Oh, shape of water? Shape of water, yeah, that's how that ends. Sick. Oh yeah. man. Evan, wow. Any concluding thoughts? What were your thoughts on those sex scenes, Evan? I'm really curious. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, wow. Uh, what was what was the question? Uh, what do we want to? What sex scenes do we want to see um, in the next Mass Effect? I, I would say, no. I mean, look, going back to what Emily said, make me care. Okay, uh, I just I really want to care about the choices of the characters, all that. But what I really want uh, Mass Effect Three uh, multiplayer. Okay, um, so much fun. I spent so much time uh, playing that with my friends. Uh, and it's just so much fun. So a fun multiplayer component would be cool if we can do it. Um, but, but uh, maybe more sex scenes, you know? I mean, multiplayer, completely devoid of, of sex scenes. So just Bioware, uh, something to something to consider. Whoa! Yeah, I, I thought you'd say that. I thought you'd say that. <laughs> disgusting. Wow. You know Any, what, though? <laughs> do, okay, wait, question, though, for real. Yeah. Do you take graphic sex scene where we see j that jaw eats mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm all or for, just to be clear i'm all for i want or i want, I'm or, sorry, Emily, I want the opposite I yeah i think i take that over awkward lap sitting from I'm with I, yeah. i'm like but, yeah i'm from with, the first I'm one with, emily's from texas guys she's a little well, no i'm also <laughs> demisexual okay okay i'm yeah. also demisexual but i do like my fan fictions i don't know yeah. I, I wonder if there's a way maybe there's a way where you can do like which version do you want to see? Fade to yeah, black, or do yeah. you want to yeah, see? I don't like full that's a good idea. Like, that's I like, good. I think I like the build up more, where it's like, mm. oh, like it's like this. No, Matt, stop <laughs> laughing. No, it's like the cutscene between with you, Harris M. and Shepard in you. the room, and it's yeah, like yeah. it's the romantic connection yeah, 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 before yeah. the act too. I right, like right. a balance of both. Uh, I'm with you. I just don't think people who are like, yeah, I want to see creature of the black lagoon fucking eater pussy are thinking about you know. I just want to see like 12 minutes of edging. <laughs> That's basically what they're saying, Kelly. Is that what I'm saying? No! I'm sweating. <laughs> I, let, I mean... You want a real ride? Watch the cyberpunk ones because they're first person. And on that no. note, yeah, are, um, yeah. on that note. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yep. Oh my god. Uh, on that note, <laughs> everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your amazing questions. I hope you <laughs> <answered. laughs> um, we got this. Is I we all like we're just a group of friends, as you can tell, just wanting to have fun in the Mass Effect universe, and y'all supporting us and asking all these amazing questions, and and just supporting us and being a part of this journey with us and also being a part in like the discord and and rpging with us and talking with us about mass effect and just geeking out we appreciate it so much and it makes this big wide world feel just a little bit smaller and cozier so thank you thank you thank you for listening thank you for all your amazing questions and we can't wait to embark on this journey with you still into season three really excited to see what happens in season three hmm. i'm nervous someone's gonna die oh Scary. Ah! Yeah. We'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys back on the. See you later, Spectre. Oh, oh that's the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> shh, shh. That's only for the cool group. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, until next time. Keep making the tough decisions. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you.